What's going on, everybody? Welcome to the first ever episode nine of the Aussie Lag Games Cast. I am your host, Carl Sinclair, joined as always by my brother from another mother, the man with the plan, Jack Master Chief One One Seven Gibbs. How are you doing, the my brother? Plan? I don't know about that. I'm good, man. How are you doing? Yeah, I'm not too bad. Not too bad. Just trying to get back into the swing of things after big week last week with all the um, yes, all the Microsoft and Halo and everything going on, but. Found time to play some games. What about you? What have you been playing? That's good to hear. That's good to hear. Yeah, it's been a pretty hectic week, but um, I've been really loving Halo 3 on PC still. And mm. I know it's boring just to say I'm still playing the same game, but it really has taken me back to back in the day, 2007, 2008, 2009. Like, it it holds up well. It holds up really well. And um, yeah, I, I just, just really addicted. And, and in between being playing like some Overwatch and stuff and... I love Overwatch, but I love Halo Three a lot more. And yeah, it really it really stands up. Um, I know Overwatch isn't necessarily the best comparison, but um, it's been very interesting to sort of just see it come back. And you know, a lot of people on Steam still playing it, still still highly popular. Getting games isn't a problem. Um, and yeah, it's just been a really happy experience to to be quite honest. Just How- cementing the fact that it's one of the greatest of all time. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely, and it's funny. Like I've been itching to play um, Halo Wars two just because I need to find out more about this banished, and yep, yep. I just can't put down Halo three. And another game, um, Grounded, came out on early access yesterday. And Have you played it? I, I've only played a couple of minutes. Just um, okay. Yeah, I, I want just, to play it, and I was wondering if anybody I knew I knew had played it yet. Okay. Yeah, well, you're gonna be playing it on PC. Uh, I haven't decided yet. I can. Well, if you're on PC, um, yeah, would love to, would love to play it. Um, I think my brother might be getting into it as well. Um, but it's four player co-op, so we should we should get a clan together. Because um, I think sweet, that sweet, game sweet. will be a lot funner with people. Um, I only played five minutes because I was just waiting for my brother to get on Halo Three. <laughs> um, but it seems like it's actually like so it's a survival, a survival game, but it seems like it's got a bit of story. You know, I, I was, yep. I, I won't, I don't have nothing to spoil except for the first like two minutes. I just, you know, you pick a character and you just land in this environment and you're running around and, and, um, everything, like, I don't think it can be exaggerated how tiny you are because like at one point I looked up and there's like this big structure, like a big fuck off structure through the trees. I can barely tell what it is. And I finally get up on a rock and find a crack in the, in the trees. And I'm like, huh, that's a microscope. That big oh. fucky off building is a microscope, and I'm like, well, yeah, I'm fucking sold. And then, um, then the spider started chasing me and fucking me up, so I ran and hid, and I hid in a cave with an ant, and it killed me. So that was it. <laughs> I hope to be able to report like back fun. more in the future. Yeah, <laughs> sounds but I, good. Sounds I think like they've fun. got some magic there, and I, I want to find out more about it. So um, yeah, I heard um, Greg Miller call it. Um uh, honey, I Shrunk the Kids Cross Fallout 76. So that sort of piqued my interest. Interesting, yeah. It's okay. like, interesting, interesting, okay. Yeah, I mean, like, there is the other games floating. puts it in. Yeah, there's been some other games floating around with this idea of like playing this like toy soldiers in the backyard and things like that. And I I am okay with there being multiple games using that idea. Like there's no hassles there, but I, I think Obsidian's got some magic here. So stay tuned to that, I say. Well, that is good to hear. Yeah. What have you been playing this week, man? Um, so I finished Ghost of Tsushima. I platinum that. I was very happy with that. Very thumbs up or game. thumbs down? Thumbs all the way up. It is an Good amazing hit. game. Um, like Sucker Punch. Sucker Punch already made a few of my most favorite games of all time. Like I love the Infamous series and yeah. Ghost. 
uh, people are like, what a great swan song. And it's like, it doesn't feel like a swan song. It feels like a reminder. Like, don't forget we make awesome games like this and we're going to keep making awesome games like this when we hit the PS5. So that got me like even more excited for the PS5. And that is what a lot of the PS4 games have done for me. Like, I, I yeah. really need to get onto Ghost Ghost uh, as well. But, like, say Spider-Man, for instance. I know that came out in 2017, but the whole time playing it, I'm like, what if they had more power in the console? Like, what mm. what could we do here? And, um, as you said, yeah, it just makes me more excited for the PS5, definitely. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, definitely. And Sucker Punch, like, holy shit. Like, they can now be spoken about in the, like, upper echelon of places with with the Naughty Dogs and the San, uh, Sony Santa Monica's, they're, like, up there now. Like, they really knocked it out of the park. What was their last game? Um, was it Infamous it Second Son? Been, uh, they did... I think they did Infamous... It was an Infamous game, but I think it was First Light, which was, like, the Miles Morales sort of thing. So oh, it was, like... Gee, I must have missed that completely. Yeah, it's set before Second Son, and you play as a character from second son right the chick with like the neon powers i forget her name off the top of my head and um yeah it was like it was like eight like an eight hour campaign or something it was shortened but right it yeah. was really really good it was dlc that got bigger than bigger than itself so they put it on its own disc it was it was very interesting it was very cool i think that was their last thing and then they went off and made ghosts so yeah it's definitely amazing and I'm like, not to say, like, those infamous games are also amazing. I really love them. But uh, yeah, Ghosts is something else entirely. It's quite quite it's amazing. That, yeah, that next level. Well, just um, not to derail the combo, but um, speaking of PlayStation Studio making a 10-hour DLC into another game, it's really starting to look like that's what Miles Morales will be. And I don't mean that negatively at all. Uh, yeah. It just sounds like it's going to be in the exact same world, which I think is a positive, to be honest. Um, yeah. because a story came out this week saying that um, I can't remember what the source was it was someone on Reddit I believe um, but it looks like the Miles Morales game will come with the full base PS5 version of Spider-Man um, yeah. which I just gets me excited to be honest I can't yeah. wait to get back into that universe my issue is is when I get it <laughs> what do you play I'm first? Gonna- Exactly. I feel like I'm going to play through the entirety of Spider-Man before I even touch Miles Morales. But is that fair to so Miles I Morales? Like, <laughs> I, that's what I'm saying. I want nothing more than to play as Miles. But man, that Spider-Man game is so good. Yeah. And it's yeah. like, and like, if it is like a sort of like definitive version, will it have all the DLC as well? Do you reckon? I I would I would say so. If it comes with the base game, in my mind, it has to come with the DLC. Uh, mainly because I haven't played it, so it has to come with itself. it. Holy shit. Yeah, see, that's the only negative, that's isn't it? It's like, you know, stuff. how long was Spider-Man, say, like 15, 20 hours or something? Just yeah, roughly, yeah, and then you just the DLC the at 10. Yeah. And then, mm. you know, you, you get to Miles Morales after 30 hours or whatever. Like, <laughs> I don't know. That's kind of not fair. <laughs> like, yeah, am I, I going to be a bit burnt by then? Probably not, but I don't know. So I want to play Miles as well. Because, like, like, Miles Morales has, like, so much of what I really was, like, expecting from a sequel anyway. Like... Even in my ideas for a sequel, I was like, it should be snowing. And the, in the trailer, it's snowing. And I'm like, yes, that's what I wanted. I wanted New York covered in snow. This is perfect. Mm. Like, like yeah. I, I think Miles Morales is going to be a very, very good game. But I feel like it's kind of like a... Um, I say, I was thinking like, yeah, then like... 
that like after Miles Morales, like we we won't have to wait too long. I feel like the reason we're getting the Miles Morales stuff is because Spider-Man Two or whatever they're going to call it, Spider-Man PS Five, whatever they call it. I feel like that might be further away than we think it is. Well, if it wasn't before, it's going to be now, right? Yeah, like it. That's probably why we're getting the Miles stuff. Oh, I see. And yeah, I'm not against it. I think that's awesome. And I think it's really smart to package the original game with it as well. But it just makes me so sad to think that I have to wait even longer to play Spider-Man 2. <laughs> and it's like, and you ended it on a cliffhanger. Like, how dare you? Yeah. Like, I want that game. I wanted that game the second I got done crying over the first game. Like, I wanted that second game right then and there. So, yeah. I mean, I'm excited for Miles Morales, though. And if it's true that it comes with the whole original game and it's not like... If it is that smaller price at like sixty bucks, like that would be fucking insane. That would be insane to me, and I'm very excited. Yeah, sixty Australian would be right. I'd be down for that. Hell yeah! Especially Definitely. after dropping God knows how much for this console. Like I'm expecting six hundred. Yeah. Yeah, mate. What was the Xbox One was six hundred, PS4 was five fifty. So like, it ain't gonna be any cheaper than that. No, no, no. And I know a Jesus lot of people Christ. are saying that the digital version, they'll uh, take at least 100 off the American price. That'll bring it down to like sort of towards 400 here, 450. Um, I, I don't... It's still a pill to swallow, especially in 2020. That's... Yeah. Uh, that's, yeah. yeah. That's all right, though. That's the, we'll find out all in due time. Well, actually, fucking will we? It feels like will we. Like, PS4, we got the price in June... We're now in August. Well, technically, it's nearly August. Um, do you think we'll get the price in August? I think we kind of have to. Mm. Um, I really don't think they can, for lack of a better term, I don't think they can pussyfight around anymore. They really need <laughs> to tell us. If they expect us, with the way the world is right now, to pay for these things, we need to know how much we need to be saving for these things. It's like... Yeah, I really honestly thought we know the price by now. What we need is we need the spec... Like, the, like we need the definitive... Like, what does the UI look like? What can we do with them? Like, how much are they going to cost... How much do all the auxiliary things cost? How much oh, will the yeah, controller sure. cost? How much will the camera cost? How much will, like, the fucking cup holder at this point cost? Because <laughs> it's like, there's going to be a lot of money they're going to expect us to drop on one day. And it yeah. just, it's going to get to a point where it feels unfair that they haven't told us because it's obvious that the other company is waiting for the company to go first. It does appear that way, doesn't it? Yeah, and it's just that's not fair to the people you're expecting to pay for it. I like do you, do you expect so let's compare the PS5 with the disc capability to the Xbox mm-hmm. Series X with its disc capability. Do you yep. expect their price to be different from one another? Yes. Yes, which one uh, PlayStation obviously cheaper then? Or <laughs> <clears throat> I think their price is going to be different and I think it depends on who speaks first. Interesting. That's what I think. I think if Xbox comes out with their price, PlayStation will undercut them by about 50 bucks and the digital, whatever they feel like. I feel like the digital ones are like, you know, people never look at what the cheapest thing is. They always look at what the most expensive thing is because to them, the most expensive thing is what 
is what insults them. It's never what's cheaper. <laughs> so it always like if, if PlayStation goes first, Xbox will be cheaper. If, if Xbox goes first, PlayStation will be cheaper. That's interesting. Yeah, I, I don't disagree. I don't disagree. But I could yeah. see a world with at the same price. Like, yeah. think of it this way. If... Um, if Sony goes first and they're like oh yeah our PS5 is $400 which would in USD like mm. I don't know if Xbox could beat that but at the very no. least they get a match it there's no way they're going to come out second and higher again that's just not well, I honestly believe in USD they're both probably going to come in at about 499 and that's going to be sort of their that's the top end mm-hmm. yeah that's what I think I don't think they'll go any higher than that no because I think it would be, I think it would be dangerous for Xbox to go higher than that. Especially dangerous for them to go higher than that if PlayStation come in lower. So they I either agree. need to come in below them or at exactly the same price. And I feel like four ninety nine <laughs> is sort of their, like, that's where they need to be. And I think the Xbox One, the Xbox One X, being four ninety nine each at launch. Yeah. Like you can't go up, even though it probably costs more. I think you have to stay competitive especially this year like you just can't like especially like like America is the biggest video game market right or at least for them like as in yeah. I guess Japan and Sony might have something to say about that but yeah it's um, definitely the biggest one for Microsoft that's for sure yeah so and there I think I might have discussed this on last week's show like unemployment in America um not in a good place not that it's great in Australia either um yeah no but I think I think price matters more than it probably has in the past. Yeah, definitely. Just given the circumstances, not necessarily the consoles themselves. Yeah. I mean, another thing that's also going to, I think, like... like. See, another thing I was thinking the other day, and it's like, I'm trying to, I'm trying to put it in a way where it, where it doesn't sound like I'm being an ass, but it's also the thing that I think, like, in the back of my mind, I'm like, they're probably going to charge whatever they want for these because there aren't going to be that many to go around. So in mm. like people's mind, it's like, well, shit, like I should probably get one of these right now because who knows how much, how much longer I'm going to be locked up indoors. It's like, sure, I'll pay 600 for this. I don't care. I mean, look at how much people have been paying for Nintendo Switches. Like people have just been attacking the Switch while they've been Ain't indoors and just trying to get them. And yeah. it's like... It's like, and that's completely opposite to what the Switch is all about. It's about the console you can take with you. Like you can pick up and go outside and go yeah, to no friends' going house. anywhere. Yeah, exactly. And now everyone's locked indoors, and they need a Switch. And the reason they need a Switch is because they're not going to waste money on a PS4 and an Xbox when there's new ones around the corner. So when these drop, and when they don't drop enough, these things are going to fly off the shelves, and people are going to pay whatever they can for them. Or you're going to see scalpers buy a shit ton. Because this one per household, I don't know how you're supposed to track that or prove that. Or oh, that's right. That's something Sony announced like during the week. Yeah, right? yeah. yeah they were going to do one console per household. I don't know how they plan to track it. I don't understand how they plan. Like, if it's an honor system, you can be damn sure people aren't going to honor it. So I just, <laughs> I just don't know what their plan is. There, it kind of feels like it feels like Sony's going to hold out a place. Is this your only one? Yes. Are you sure? <laughs> yeah. Let me feel your pulse. It's my only one. <laughs> exactly. It's like fingers crossed behind his back, goes home, puts it up on eBay for a thousand dollars. Some poor mother whose kids are like crying because they didn't get one is like, well, 
they really want one and I'm not going to be locked indoors with two crying kids until fucking next year. So whoop, there goes that. It's, yeah, it's... Uh, see, this... Sony in Australia fucked this up last generation. I shouldn't say fucked this up. There was probably just unprecedented demand for the console, which is obviously a good thing as far as business is concerned. But I still yeah. remember being in EB on the night of the PS4 launch and watching some dude come in to buy one who didn't have a pre-order and being told you can pre-order for March's or February or March's shipment. I remember just being like, that's so shit. Like, you know, as as gamers, quote-unquote, we absolutely are on the ball with this sort of stuff. We know the minute they're available for pre-order. You know, the group chats fire yeah. up. Like, everything, everything happens. But if you just see that the new Xbox is coming out on the fucking project or whatever, like... You know, you just think, oh, it comes out on the 19th of November. I'll just waltz in and grab one, you know, but... Yeah, the grandparents and the parents who... They get fucked over, and it's sad. Yeah, accustomed to all that stuff. Yeah, yeah but I, I mean, that's that's not necessarily Sony's fault. I, I probably worded that pretty poorly in a sense that, obviously, strong demand is a positive thing for the industry yeah. and them in particular. Um, but it's just it's just be tough to see. But they did up the... Supposedly up the quantity they've ordered... Um, in terms for launch, so hopefully we Have don't they see. Have confirmed how much they've got coming? I believe in an investment call they confirmed six mil um, for day one, <laughs> and then okay. up, and then word on the street is up that to ten. Do you think that's enough? Uh, it's it's tough to say. I actually I think that's ten million this year. I don't think that's even for day one. So in that case, probably not. But. Yeah. There's a couple of differences. So last gen, we saw them both sell a mill in 24 hours. Yeah. Um, but PlayStation sales didn't really stop after that. Um, yeah. I don't know. I don't know. I can't speak so much on behalf of PlayStation, but like I know Xbox, for instance, with the Xbox One, they launched in 13 countries and now they're launching in... Well, they've indicated they're going to do a worldwide launch. So there might not actually be more consoles per... Like in each country but there'll be more countries launching. So I'm not sure so much on the Sony side of that, but yeah, will it be enough? Think, um, uh, probably not. Yeah. I, don't, I, don't, I honestly think that that is like way too low, especially considering how much in popularity Sony has grown over this generation. Like, yeah. Yep. Everybody's going to want a PlayStation. And if Everybody. they can shave some good dollars off that discless console and get that down to sort of your 350 or 400 or something, like that might potentially spark demand as well. Shit, that's another thing. Um, that's that's 10 million of what? The disc-based one? Nah, the unknown. discless one? Or across all of it? Because if that's across all of it, that is definitely not enough. Not when you've got fucking X amount of people wanting one with a disc drive and X amount of people wanting one... Yeah, I would Which say it's just 10 digital. mil overall. Oh, fuck. I think, I think I've think i asked you, but are you going for a disk drive or no disk drive? I'm going for a, a disk drive, yeah. definitely. I mean, as a collector, yeah, I, I had no doubts. <laughs> but um, <laughs> I think just being locked to the... St- Look, let's, let's be fair, though. Being locked to the Sony store isn't necessarily the worst place to be locked to in the world. Like, they do some good sales no. and good prices. Yeah. Like, I not, don't want to sit here and say that's the worst place, but any monopoly is bad, just in general. So, um it'll be interesting to see how the generation plays out if there are millions of consoles without a disk drive in them yeah but I I am like you I will be getting the disk capable drive even though most of the games once you put them in require a fucking massive update anyway yes I miss the good old days the good old days putting the disk in and it just launching straight away yeah 
definitely back in the 360 days maybe, maybe a 7 meg update you never know even then if we cop the 7 meg update it was blasphemous what they expect me to wait <laughs> yeah. how dare they well back then that would have taken a week anyway <laughs> yeah exactly yeah I still yeah, remember trying when I, I first got my Xbox online it was just before I got broadband so I was still in dial up and it was on the 360 got the 360 online and it took took like 10 minutes to sign in or something like it was that slow and I managed to get onto the store. It took hours to get the store to the Halo 3 DLC page. But I paid for and started the download. No, I... I What was it? I paid for but couldn't start the download on the Halo 3 Heroic map pack. <laughs> like, it just wouldn't start. Or, or if I remember correctly, maybe it was just stuck on zero for like 12 hours. Yeah, zero percent. Oh, shit. <laughs> and... Um, <laughs> So yeah, that that was that was the moment we had to get broadband. That was yeah, that was the fair. moment. <laughs> but I still remember fair those enough. three. I think it was three maps in the heroic map pack. Was map pack? Jesus, was um maybe three hundred meg, like nothing by today's standards. Like a fucking playlist update in Call of Duty's two hundred meg. Yeah, and like all the fucking <laughs> data's there. Yeah, <laughs> like what. The, the, a playlist update should be so small in my mind that like it just does a database check in when the game's launching but I, I'm wrong like yeah. I'm not a developer like I I understand there's probably a little more to it maybe it's a lot of anti-cheat stuff who, who would know but you know, um, so. fuck times have changed <laughs> definitely definitely another one for you did you yeah. see the story this week of the white Xbox controller Right. White. Yes, I did. I did. I did. I did. I did. Um, like, yeah. Do we even care? That? Like, is it even worth talking about? Or I don't think it's worth talking about. Yeah. Okay. My whole theory was, I bet you it's just. I bet you the development consoles are white. <laughs> I wouldn't be surprised if that's the case. Like, yeah, and that's just the controller they sent out with the development consoles because they weren't sure whether they were going to have a white one or a black one. And this console probably looks like a toaster. So the fridge and but the toaster go together, isn't it? But that it's great? also probably worth testing white controllers in terms of like, you know, do they get treated, handled differently or does like does the plastic get smudged so easily that we need to redo something? Like, it's, like I'm not yeah. surprised there's different colours lying around. Like the fucking Xbox yeah, One definitely. development consoles had zebra patterns on them. Like... You know, they do weird shit before launch. Like, yeah. I don't understand why this is a massive story. I don't know either. Like, I've seen that, and so many people are like, oh my God, this means they're going to have different colors. I'm like, yes, they are going to have different colors. Probably not at launch, but it's bound to fucking happen. Like, how has this got you, you so excited? Like, yeah. I'm happy you guys are all excited. Honestly, I am. But, like, a controller is not going to get my dick hard. Like, you guys <laughs> go for it. That's fine. Like, I'm, I'm more interested in, like, the software side. So, you guys have fun with your white controller. Although... Like, Jesus Christ. To ta- what, what would do it for me, though, is if they announced Design Labs coming to Australia. That would do it. Yeah, that would be pretty cool. That would be nice. That would be cool. Yeah. Yeah. That would, yeah I'd that would take a green one, nice. thank you. Oh, yeah. <laughs> And they need to do it for the Elite controllers as well. Because I need... Oh, actually, have you got a Series 2 Elite controller? No, I only have a Series 1. I didn't see the point in upgrading yet until I thought maybe the day I got this like the next-gen console, I'd grab like a Series 2 controller as well. Because yep. my, my first one just still runs fine. Does me good. I haven't yeah. had an issue with it, so... 
My, my, I didn't get a series two either, but like I've been seeing a lot of reports that they are not that reliable. Oh really? Oh, that's yeah. So we, we, we worth seeing. Like maybe they've sort of you know, that was just the first couple of shipments, and maybe they're fine now. It'd be worth checking in on that. Mm. Um, but I was going to say, yeah. I hope a series three isn't that far away. I hope it's yeah, just a regular thing they do. That. Yeah, I, I could see them doing that. I could see that being like an announcement at like their. Well, if this is still going on, there probably won't be another BNE three. So, uh, at their next conference thing next year, I could see a new controller being a big deal. Yeah, definitely. Because I mean, they seem to be really good at hardware, so it makes sense they'd keep making yeah, hardware. Yeah, Speaking of hardware um, and design labs, I guess did you see the story where it looks as though the side plates of the PS five are really easy to come off and on? Yeah. Yeah. What What are your thoughts there? Do you reckon that's the case or do you reckon that's just a development unit? I reckon that's just a development unit. People are like, oh, you might be able to swap the the sides, blah, blah, blah. It's like, yeah. Like, here's my thing. I can go swap the sides on my PS4 right now. It'll break my PS4, but I can do it. <laughs> like, just because you're seeing the sides of this PS5 doesn't mean that it's going to have, like, you can go out and buy different cases and stuff. It's just, I just think it's like someone's, like, took a picture and, like, check these out. On the inside, it really does have all the little X's, O's, triangles and squares. I think it's really yeah, cool. Yeah, right. It's got all the grooves in it. So, like, yeah. Unfortunately, like, like I think that would be cool if it, it could swap the sides. But I like I'm the kind of guy that's like I'm not gonna sit there and stare at my console and be like ooh ah I have like a very specific like I'll buy a like a special edition console if I like if I think it's really really cool looking and it's something I want to display like I'll grab one like I'm like yes I want that like there were a lot of cool special edition consoles that come out last gen like really nice ones. And it's some like, really bad ones as well. I just want to throw that there out. Was there was some shit ones. Like, yeah, like, but yeah, I, I feel like we've landed on the majority of there were more good than bad, yep. but there were some bad yeah, yeah. ones. What's, um, your, what's your favorite? My favorite? Oh, good question. Mm. Um, I think my favorite Xbox console that they did was the one for Gears 5. The one where it looked like the logo was in ice. Yeah, yep, yep, yep. That one was fucking gorgeous. That was and the, so X, that was the one X, wasn't person. it? Yeah, it was, yeah. And it was so much nicer in person. Holy shit, was yeah. it nice. So good. I reckon uh, I have one at one EV is, Expo or PAX or whatever. Yeah, oh, yeah. Fucking so nice. Um, the PlayStation one's a bit harder. Uh, I like the Spider-Man one. The Spider-Man, Spider-Man was quite good, nice. The yeah. Red, the White Spider. I do have a special place in my heart for the Batman Arkham Knight one, just because I love Batman. And that was my first special edition PS4. Uh, I nice. really loved it. They had some real nice ones. The Metal Gear one was really nice, and yeah, the Gears ones for Xbox though, even the red one that with like the indents in it, like it'd been scratched up, they were yep. really nice. Yeah, they agree were more. works of art. They were really good. I didn't get a special edition console this generation. Just went old, old plain though. I got the base Xbox One, the Xbox One S, and the base PS4. But the generation before that, I had the Halo Reach console. And holy fuck, do I love that console. There, there is so much detail on it and, like, you turn it on and it plays, like, the um, power-up sound and opening the disk drive and it plays, I think it was the 
like charging up the regen of the shields or something. I can't remember what was yeah. what, but that console, that console was well worth the 500 and whatever dollars it costs. Those consoles were awesome and really great until you were trying to sneakily play your console at three o'clock in the morning <laughs> and you press a button and the console opens to the sound of boom. It's like, oh no, it's everyone exactly has like. <laughs> Shit. Oh. Yeah, no, that, that, I love, I'm, I'm the first one to say, I love special edition consoles. I think they're really, really cool. Um, like back in the day, I loved those 360 face plates that you could change. Yep. But now I think about it and I'm like, face plates and that, they're all well and good, but there's something awesome about like a nice console that doesn't swap plates and <laughs> all the colors go together and there's no mishy mashy at all vibes. That's the yep. sort of shit I'm into. But yeah, def- yeah definitely. Like all, the- all more power to the people who want swappable plates and stuff. That's just not for me. Where so let's say they released a Halo Infinite special edition console, would you be the type of person to buy your first version of a console as a special edition, or would you just want the base, like the matte black, like whatever they're selling? Good question. Um, because I am really worried about this choice. <laughs> I shouldn't say really worried. I'm not anxious about it, but like <laughs> it's something to think about. I'm I'm the guy I'm the I'm definitely yeah I'm trying I was like arguing with myself in my head I'm definitely the guy who buys like a base version and then buys the special yeah. editions on top of that because yep. I love to have them just because like I don't know this is gonna sound stupid but yeah they become worth a lot of money but my dumbass just likes looking at them and yeah. like that's <laughs> nice like, yeah I'm never oh, selling man, that reach console yeah it's like these things are fucking beautiful oh man oh man everybody in the world tried to get you and now you're mine I love you so much (laughs) give it a hug um but then also there's that thing in the back of my head where it's also like oh shit my base PS4 broke that's okay I got like 12 up here on this shelf I can just grab one of these and it'll be fine (laughs) like I can can just get the base one fixed someday so it's always nice having that little backup in your pocket as well you never truly Actually, my, yeah, well, my, sorry. My special edition consoles are like my AAA batteries. Whenever one breaks, I just grab another <laughs> one down. <laughs> it's all well and good. I was going to say, speaking of broken PS4s, my PS4, it's like I try to turn it on and it comes up saying like, plug controller in with the cable. I'm like, okay. So I go and get a cable and plug it in. And it's like, now go to this website and download the fucking operating system again. I'm like, for what? 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 <laughs> Why? I don't know. Fucking idea. So fuck? now I'm gonna go get a USB stick and download uh, the firmware or whatever, <laughs> install it back on the PS4. What the fuck? Just wanted to watch a fucking DVD. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I was like, my PS4 the other day had me really worried. I was playing Ghosts and suddenly it closed the app oh. on its own, and I'm like, what the fuck? And I, look, and I took my headset off and the fucking thing sounded like a jet engine and I'm stressing out I'm like holy shit this PS4 is about to fucking take off <laughs> I go to fucking hit the power button and before I even get close to the buttons the fucking console shoots the fucking disc out of it oh like, what like just out onto the floor and I'm like what the fuck is going on <laughs> so I turned it off and I just left it and I'm like I'm just gonna go have a drink I'm just gonna chill out and come back I came back about an hour later I turned it on everything went great 
I put the disc in, everything went back to normal. And then I was like, whew, that's okay. And then about a day later, I went to play Ghosts and, I, and it, Ghosts needed an update. So I clicked, okay, update. And all of a sudden the console turned itself off, black screen. I'm like, have I just bricked my fucking PS4? I was like, no fucking way. So I start bashing that fucking touchpad they call a button, trying to get the fucker <laughs> to turn back on. And it turned on and I was like, I oh, think fuck. And then uh, it corrupted my Ghost of Tsushima. So it was just oh, no. like, I click on it and it says you need to update. I click on the update and it updated. And then I click on the game and it's like, game will not start, error code, please try again later. So I eventually ended up having to delete the game and then reinstall the game to get it to work. Which is save, okay. Yes, I, I backed up my save to the cloud just to be safe before I started deleting and doing oh, anything. I've just had the realization. Oh, no, the firmware is kept on a different storage to the hard drive. So hopefully I don't lose all my saves because I don't have PS Plus. So my saves aren't backed up to the cloud. Oh. But I think I think the firmware lives on a flash flash storage like on the main board, not on the hard drive. So it should hopefully be okay. should be right, hopefully, yeah. Be pretty yeah, I think they do because when I went not. to upload to the cloud, I uploaded it from. Where did I upload it from? I don't know. I uploaded it from something to the cloud, so it is saved somewhere. It doesn't go straight to the yeah, cloud. Yeah, no, I definitely haven't done anything like that. Cloud yeah. saves should be just part of the infrastructure. Standard. I, yeah, I, I'm pretty sure that's the way it works on Steam, Origin, UPlay, Xbox, um, fucking, not Switch. <laughs> Yeah, not, no, switch. Definitely not switch <laughs> definitely not switch uh, um, speaking of the cloud <clears throat> switch is the worst the second your left analog stick goes oh you're saved gone everything gone nothing's coming back it's all gone no, buy a new switch again. get new memory card it's all gone it's you went to a different oh, postcode okay. oh no there goes your saves <laughs> oh thank you <laughs> thank you very much so um, I just pull out my DS go back to street pass this is bullshit <laughs> street pass oh man that was <laughs> awesome um, why is that not on switch god damn it, that feels like a missed opportunity especially with stuff like Pokemon Go and stuff now that yeah. would be like perfect for it I think definitely and you could get the excitement back into it because um because there's so many people that wouldn't have had a DS and now have a Switch. Yeah, definitely. Imagine. Oh, definitely. Um, back to speaking of the clouds. Microsoft mm. Microsoft Flight Simulator comes out this month. Comes mm. to Game Pass on PC. So I'm probably going to get it just to fly around Australia. Um, not, no other reason. But did you see yeah. the Press Start article where they flew around some of the capital cities in Australia? I've seen it, yes. I didn't read it watch it play it or anything like that yeah but i seen it and i was like i must read this yeah so yes i'm very like did they like it what what, what was going on like, uh was it cool? I, oh i reckon i had it muted but i don't think they were commentating over it. i'm pretty sure it was just like some visuals of them flying through cities but like it's really interesting so like you know sydney so sydney airport wasn't shown but it's actually one of the premium airports so there's only i think mm. 80 premium airports in the game so every every airfield and strip and port is landable at but sydney airport has buildings it has people it has gates it has the full experience as far as i can yep. tell but so you would expect then sydney would be like a premium location or whatever so they're flying along and um they've got the opera house there which looks like the opera house as you would expect mm. the opera house to look 
And then they've got the Sydney Harbour Bridge, which looks like some bridge from Miami. Like, it's just, it's just like, it's just like a road that keeps going over the water with a few poles. <laughs> what the fuck? Like, I wonder if there's like some like, like, um, copyright on using it in games or something. Like, I wonder what's the go there. <laughs> what the fuck? Come on, man. It looked aw- It looked like- funny as... It's still cool though. Like you got Sydney, you got all the buildings and all the parkland yeah. and the botanical gardens and stuff. Like it, it, it looked awesome. And and Melbourne was the same. Like you know, Marvel Stadium in Melbourne looked sort of like a generic Dockland Stadium or whatever. But the MCG looked like an around apartment building. <laughs> like so, oh my God. so interesting. I mean, I'm not. I, this is not me having a dig. Like I'm genuinely surprised yeah. the show even made it to the map. But um, it was pretty funny to have a look at and see. So I highly recommend having a squeeze at that at some point. Definitely, definitely worth a watch. I will definitely have a look at that. I mean, that's very disappointing for the bridge. I mean, look at any photo of Sydney and that fucking bridge <laughs> that in the background. fucking bridge. <laughs> it's like, how come they can model the fucking porcupine falling down the stairs looking really nice, but the bridge behind it just fucking <laughs> is a road? It's like, come on. Come on. Crocodile Dundee used to paint that. Come on. You guys yeah. can make that. All the comments come on the YouTube on. video were just like <laughs> asking where it is. Like, it stood out so much but I'm oh, not no. beautiful looking game and I'm, I think Game Pass is a great way for someone like me who's not interested in becoming a pilot just sort of having a go I wonder so, if you've ever seen it because like you play Forza and there's no fucking distinguishable landmarks there's this is supposed to be Queensland this is the desert of Australia yeah we call it the Outback mate calm down this is Byron um, Bay the only place that they kind of named was Byron Bay and I, I, I'm, I'm racing around I'm like this is not fucking Byron Bay nothing no, about this no, feels no. like Byron Bay right now that that game was one of the most interesting experiences of the generation for me because as you said like it's set in Australia and yeah. They should have just set it in like one place, but they did a pretty yep. decent job of grabbing, you know, like you know, like you said, got a bit of desert, got a bit of Byron yeah. Bay, a bit of bit of city up at the Sunshine Coast. You've got, a, uh, not Sunshine Coast, sorry, it was the like Gold Coast, Service <laughs> Paradise. Um, and then you've got a bit of the Yarra Valley, and you've got this like yeah. random dam that some people have probably seen. <laughs> like, it, but like it was the little things, like the Telstra phone box, you know, like it was just the little things yeah. that brought it back to to being Australia. <laughs> It was almost like they cut half of Western Australia in half and plumped it over half of Surface Paradise. <laughs> yeah. I was like, have fun. This is yep. what Australia is. Like, just like a little, cut, f- little scoop of Victoria just fucking dabbled yeah, in the middle. Like, <laughs> do, do, do you think people that fly into Surface Paradise and drive halfway down the road are shocked that they're not in Byron Bay? And that this isn't a fucking desert. Yeah, it's a 10 hour drive. <laughs> like, I've been to Surface Paradise in Forza. This city is not that big, okay? It's a couple of streets. <laughs> and a very tall building. It's this is inaccurate. Yeah, it's a random tall building. And I can see someone saying, "Man, this country's got it wrong." The game told me how this place looked. They have not done this right. Like the mm. game is obviously right. Like, okay, no worries. Nah, that that Just was um, that was a hell of a game, though. Hell of an experience. I Definitely. love that game so much. Yeah, I love it so much. He, here's my one thing about that game that I wish they did differently, and this is not. I mean, they know better because they're playground games. But this this would be my one change. Bathurst should have been in it. Bathurst yes, is just a yes. fucking street. <laughs> I agree with you. I agree with you. That should have been a thing. Yeah. Um, I also think the one thing, like, they really should have done is, like, when you play that game and you're just driving along and you hit a kangaroo, you bounce off it. 
or you kill it, those motherfuckers are tough. They rip fucking shreds off your car. <laughs> yeah. That car should be wrecked. I'm driving a fucking Ferrari that's made of plastic at this kangaroo. A kangaroo get hit by a Ferrari. The Ferrari's total. That kangaroo gets up, flips you off, and bounces away. So the fact yeah, that we don't ambulance. get utterly destroyed. Exactly. Yeah. You're sitting there with a busted neck. you got the neck brace on. The kangaroo's just flipping you the bird as he jumps past. It's like, yeah, cheers, mate. Those motherfuckers are tough. The game does not know that. I'm yeah, surprised the kangaroo yeah. wasn't a fucking rideable car or something in the game. They think we ride them over here, so I'm surprised that wasn't an unlockable. I must admit, I didn't finish the game, but like, I wonder, you know how they had those like challenges like race a train or race a fucking plane <laughs> race or whatever? A kangaroo. Just yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> you versus a kangaroo and an emu, and the race is called the 50 cent piece. Yeah. Whoever finishes Ooh, it first. I like that it. That would have been awesome. I like it, yeah. The, and the emu's going to eat your lunch on the way. Mmm. <laughs> Fucking nasty cool. fuckers, those things. That would have been cool. What's uh what's your take on a cuphead coming to PS4? Uh really that's awesome. Yeah. I'm super happy that more people get to play it because Cuphead is awesome. Like I love Cuphead. Was um, the shadow drop the right way to do it? I, f- I, I feel like it was. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, yeah, you don't want to make a big song and dance about yeah. that. Um yeah. I think I think like I even seen so much drama around it anyway. Oh really? Which I don't get. Yeah, so many people just. Oh, I mean, it come to Switch, like, a, like, yeah, yeah. I mean, the precedent's already been set. This game's going around, like, and so it should. Yeah, and yeah, at no point did they ever say that it was like you know, like we're never going to put it anywhere else. They just said, oh, it's on Xbox at the moment. It's just on Xbox at the moment. Yeah, it may come to other places and blah blah blah. I'm just happy other people get to play it. It's awesome. It's all hand-drawn. It's really, really cool. Um, that Netflix series is coming out soon, so this is probably a really good time to drop it because now everyone will understand like what Cuphead is before they watch the show, so I'm happy. I think it's awesome. Yeah, and uh, developers that do such a uh, rare... Like I shouldn't say rare, but like you know, they try something new. It's successful. It's good quality. They, they deserve to be able to sell more copies, definitely. Exactly, yeah, definitely, yeah. Now, another new story. I know you've got a YouTube video about it, um, so we can just touch on it really lightly, but that was Call of Duty Cold War. Sorry, Call of Duty Black Ops Cold War appears to be the next Call of Duty game. Yeah. Just how do you feel about it? Like, in terms of, like, you know, should they even release a Call of Duty this year is where my head's at. Like, is it just going to be a Call of Duty campaign and then the Modern Warfare multiplayer is going to take us for another year? Like, what, what are your just general sort of thoughts on this whole thing? And I'm when are we going to see it? Oh, sorry. Uh, I think we're going to see it this month. I think we're probably going to see it at, a, at PlayStation's August, rumoured August event. Mm-hmm. Um, I think you might be on track with the whole, maybe we'll just keep Modern Warfare's multiplayer because their whole thing was when they dropped Modern Warfare 2's campaign, they said, hey, like, there's no multiplayer because we don't want to take people away from Modern Warfare. Mm, that's interesting. I precedent. F- I, I, yeah, I feel like you could get at least another year out of the Modern Warfare multiplayer. There's still so much they can I agree. Um, Keep dropping And maps. that thing is... Yeah, exactly. And that thing is, like, every time we get a new season, it evolves the story even more. So it's almost like playing through a prologue for what the campaign will be in Modern Warfare 2, which I really like. I think that's really clever. Yeah. Um, introducing these characters in that sort of way. So when we eventually do play the game, it's like, oh, yeah, that's, that's Ronan from... 
like season three or that's oh yeah that's what price is wearing he got that outfit in season four and oh yeah we know all about this guy because we learned about him from spec ops and then he was playable in like season five it's like it's a really cool way of doing it what i hope so what i'm hoping so this wasn't so treyarch's making this game they weren't always making this game yes which i think is interesting so a part of me feels like maybe Oh, it's so weird. Like, a part of me feels like maybe this will just be a campaign only because I feel like when they took over, which was towards the start of the year, I can see them scrapping everything and starting again because, like, like originally Sledgehammer was going to do a third-person Call of Duty game set in Vietnam and then that got scrapped and we got bloody advanced warfare and we got all this Oh, they should have stuck to the plan on that one. Definitely, but Call of Duty's so stuck in its ways and so scared to try anything new. Like, the newest thing they've tried since the inception of the franchise, I think, like, is the future stuff, which was great when it started and then fizzled out completely. Yeah. They ride something too much. Like, they put so much into something until they've put too much in and it feels overdone and boring. Like, a COD game every year... It's just too much now. Like, they need to slow it down. I think... Maybe cut back. I think the COD game every year in comments really interesting because I think I'm okay with a Call of Duty titled skew every year, but I don't mm. like the community being dragged to the next one every year. So in yeah. my head, I'm like, yeah, if they release a campaign and then the multiplayer gets, like, Nuketown and some, like, real Black Ops-themed shit, I feel like that's yeah. a really good way of doing it. I've said this before and I'll say it again. What we need is what they got in China. We just need a Call of Duty online, mm. a multiplayer that you can continuously add new content to, maybe swap out content, add new content, have stuff on a roll, put a gun in, take a gun out, put a map in, take a map out, and then every year just drop a $40, $30 campaign. And yeah. then that, like... And these battle like, hey, passes can surely keep that sustained. Exactly. Well, then when you drop the campaign, that's the perfect time to be like, oh, hey guys, the Black Ops Cold War campaign dropped yesterday and in multiplayer to get people to go and play that campaign. It's like, we're dropping a battle pass that's based on Call of Duty, the Call of Duty campaign. And yeah. it's like- We've got a few maps these- from the campaign, like a few locations exactly, from the campaign, exactly. new maps. We're dropping Nuketown again. We know we dropped exactly, it last yeah. year for this. <laughs> this All these <laughs> weapons in this pass, up uh, like you can use them in the campaign right now. Yeah. Uh, all these maps are inspired by stuff in there. New cosmetics, new character. This is the Alex Mason. He's the character for Call of Duty Black Ops Cold War. Uh, you get him when you buy the pass, and if you get to the end, you get an alternate outfit. Do all that sort of stuff. Like you could promote a campaign through the multiplayer rather than what I feel like they've done so much is campaign. Hey we made a multiplayer map out of this campaign level. Go play it. Yeah. It's like, remember this this from the campaign where it should be, hey guys, like, remember like Alex from the multiplayer, the multiplayer character? He's the main character of this campaign. It's a really good, solid eight hour campaign. It's lots of fun. You can get a feel for the new weapons. It's really cool. It's just, yeah. They need to do something like that because it's just getting a bit stale. Yeah, well, my, my fear is like the Call of Duty we just had, Modern Warfare. Not mm. stale. Fantastic release. No. It'd be really yeah, sad to see that. the next release go back to stale. Whereas not yeah. releasing a game would actually make it less stale, <laughs> which is well, what, odd. What do you think Cold War is? 
I think it is the campaign that they scrapped to make Blackout. So I, I think okay. it's just a prequel to the Black Ops. Like, it's going to be set either before or during Black Ops 1. Like, it's taking us back. It's a spiritual reboot, if you will. I, I think Just it's, like Modern Warfare. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's exactly what I think it is, yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I, like, I it might not necessarily right. be, like, a reboot, but it's going to be, like, new players start here is what I think is going to be yeah. the, the big thing. Um, I and I just think retelling the reason I think they may strip the multiplayer is just purely because the, the studio didn't have enough time for it. Like not necessarily because they wanted to. And I, I honestly feel like you could drop black ops characters into the modern warfare multiplayer and weapons from the cold war into that multiplayer and not have it feel any different. Is all you need to do is say, Hey, Warzone's free to play either Call of Duty yeah. multiplayer goes free to play or you can access that with either a Modern Warfare or Black Ops Cold War code like yeah, it, yeah exactly surely that can be worked out um speaking I of mean, multiplayer they made it free to play and then they made that battle pass like you don't have to pay for the battle pass if you bought the campaign like you can mm. make the battle pass a part of the campaign price that'd be an interesting way of doing it yeah yeah yep tied to your Activision yeah. account follows you wherever you go type yeah. thing um, yeah. some good opportunities so there even if you're playing the campaign on console playing the multiplayer on PC or something I'd probably that's a very small use yeah. case but still um, yeah just speaking of multiplayer there looks like there's been some information about Halo's multiplayer um, mm. it sort of just come via a retailer so like take it with a grain of salt in terms of how reliable it is but um, the description reads the legendary Halo series returns with the most expansive Master Chief campaign yet and a groundbreaking free-to-play multiplayer experience. Enjoy up to 120 frames and greatly reduced load times, creating seamless gameplay with Xbox Series X. Do you find this believable? Yep. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah definitely. <laughs> I f- yeah, I feel like this is highly believable and I feel like this is actually a really good way of getting people back into Halo. Yeah, I agree. Especially if the campaign's it's, massive yeah. and justifies the cost, then you can sort of get away yes. with throwing this over to to uh, free-to-play. And I think 120 frames a second makes a lot of sense. I wouldn't be surprised if it's 120 frames, 1080p. I am a big believer that frame rate is more important than resolution. Once you've hit 1080p... Yeah. 14, I got a 1440p monitor on my computer. I find it lovely. I'm you know, not going to disagree. But I would rather be stuck at 1080p and 120 frames than 1440p or 4K at 30 to 60 frames. That yeah. I know everyone's different, but I think 120 frames, that, that sounds exciting. The sweet spot. Definitely. And I think the, the campaign shouldn't be going for 4K either, it, personally. I think oh, no, they would be not. rather rather than going for 4K, they should be spending those pixels on uh, shadows and explosions and color and yeah. all sorts of other things. Um, so yeah, it could be quite interesting times ahead for the Halo multiplayer. Yeah, I think going through the play is very smart, and I think if our prediction of this being a live service game is true then that campaign price, if they continue to add story elements and stuff mm. to the game as it goes along, will more, like, for free, is more than justifiable for the price. Like, that'll justify the price in itself. Yeah, yeah. couldn't agree more. And it sounds like... Oh, no, nah, that's probably a bit of a stretch, but if the multiplayer is... Um, 
like if it's 120 frames and 1080p and the campaign's your 4k 60 frames i know it's the same game but it it will feel slightly different to the point where like mm. players only ever playing one of them it, it just seems to split them more in my mind but maybe that's just because i'm a bit more of a like i'm pretty into tech like maybe i notice that stuff yeah. more but it's just it's just an interesting point and um speaking of 4k and 120 frames gee i'm really rolling yeah. with the transitions here um <laughs> i got this from press start uh it looks like sony's releasing a couple of ps5 ready tvs as they're calling them oh um, yeah i've seen this yeah yeah so we don't have a lot of information on them but they're using the ready for playstation 5 wording to sort of indicate that these tvs do 4k and 120 frames and um <laughs> one of the models the x90h god tv model names are shit will do a low yeah. will do um input lag of 7.2 ms which is yeah. about fuck all for a tv yeah whereas like the lg tvs that i've got i purchased specifically because they were best for input lag and they're at like the 22 23 so 7.2 i am down for that it really makes me think like yeah 4k 120 it's not going to be that rare this generation i don't reckon no i have some choice words about these tvs though yep like i kind of find it a little stupid and insulting and stuff that you're saying like buy these thousand dollar televisions they're ps5 ready that's really well and good that you want me to drop a thousand on a tv for a console you haven't given me the price on yet it's like I don't think the TVs have a price either oh my god see this is so <laughs> stupid like you keep coming at me with all these fucking this is ready for PS5 check out this check out that it's like just give me the price on how much this is going to cost me like it's all well and cool to like show us this stuff but I don't want to see a fancy new fucking TV when I don't even know what the PS5 is which is supposed to be the perfect thing for it is going to cost it's all, it's, I think, I don't think I'd have such a big, I don't think I'd kick up a stink as much if COVID wasn't happening right now, but yeah, fair. a brand new PS5, like ready television is the last thing on my mind when so many people are wondering whether or not they're going to be able to afford or even find one. That's to me, yeah. it just sort of feels like that's cool. But like, this is something you announce like after you've dropped everything else because then it'll be like yes I'm going to have the $600 on this date hey by the way we're going to have a TV it's going to be a thousand bucks it's like hmm maybe I can afford this TV like it's going to be way more than a thousand but hey maybe I can afford this TV blah 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 if I do this this and this it's just like hopefully yeah I feel like if we weren't in the middle of a pandemic I wouldn't feel as salty about it it's just I I agree with everything you said but I I will just add a slightly different perspective on top of that as well I think choosing the right TV is one of the hardest tech decisions because they don't fucking help you the the marketing bullshit they use doesn't align with what the TV is actually capable of like a fuck all of the time yeah. And to be fair, saying ready for PS5, like, what the fuck does that mean? Like, oh, it has a HDMI port? Then it's fucking ready. <laughs> like, yeah. But exactly, I, I would exactly. hope that that branding would mean, oh, we're actually using HDMI 2.1 or whatever the standard is that 
supports all this and supports the communication between the console and the TV. Like those extra sort of, you know, features that really don't mean a lot. Um, And the low latency mode is nice, but I'm fairly sure if I'm reading this correctly, like one of the TVs has better latency than the other. So I don't know what the fuck's going on. It's it's not a specification. Like I'd, I'd rather it be like sort of like a 4k ready where it's like you know that actually means something it means like 4,000 by 2,000 pixels you know don't know that's an exact but um i don't know if it helps i if it helps that's great because buying tvs sucks but if it doesn't help then yeah like what are you saying (laughs) like just just fuck off really (laughs) it's just yeah stop skirting around the subject <laughs> just yeah give us what we want to know stop announcing new things before you've told us what the other stuff is even going to cost us it's like a- so my my last sort of thing here that i have to sort of discuss uh involves a little bit of skirting around the subject uh 343 okay. industries has come out and spoken about halo infinite and uh, our questions specifically they skirt <laughs> yes. some things but I do give them respect they do not skirt the graphics quality question yeah. um, just to summarise not going to read it it's quite a long blog post on Halo Waypoint but they have acknowledged that it doesn't quite hit the mark um, yeah. they they stand by the art direction there has been some complaints about the art direction but they stand by it and I, I agree with them on that I think the art direction is fantastic 100% really yeah. love it but they have come out and said that, yeah, the, the graphics quality is something they get to look into. The only thing, and they sort of skirt around this a bit, is like, the game must be like, now's not the time to change assets. The game no. comes out in three or four months. Yeah. So I wouldn't be surprised if they actually do a post-launch type thing here. Mm. Yeah. Um, did you read the whole blog post or just, just that part? Yeah, yeah, I read through it all. Um, yeah, good information all around? Really, really good. I They definitely tackle subjects head on, which I really appreciate. They didn't really... Um, no question was really off limits. There was only one question that was off limits and it was like, hey, will we get to play this demo? And it was sort of like, yes, when the game comes out, smiley yeah. face. It's like, why you do that to us? Come on, you do tell this? us, come on. Um, yeah, look, like I, I, I have a tremendous amount of respect. My whole thing is like, I, like, I have to like, with the art direction, like if this isn't what people want, what the fuck do they want then? I don't yeah. understand. Like they've it gone comes back, down to you can't please everyone. Exactly. It's like, what do you want? They've gone back to the like the Halo one, two, three sort of art direction and drifted so far away from the four and five. Yeah. And now people are complaining, why doesn't this look as good as five? It's like, well fuck me, what more do you want? You say you want a game like one, but you want it to look as good as five? It, that doesn't exist. Like, it's just, yeah, like, I don't understand. I think the game looks really good. Like, graphical problems aside, I loved the art direction. I love the way Chief looks. I love the whole, I love the banished. I love the enemies. I love how it all works together. The um, audio. Oh, the music. The music, There's yeah. No, oh. that, the um, the sound- music is so good. The um the soundtrack they released the the track did yeah. you have you listened to that? I've listened to half of it. I haven't finished. Can't remember what it's like, put, put something in fire. Something of fire. I've got it written down actually. Um, I can't remember what it's actually called. 
anyway, it's um, I, I I really liked it. It it took just enough inspiration inspiration from the original music, but it's really changed it. Uh, it's called "Set a Fire in Your Heart." That's right. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's awesome. Like mm. th- this. Oh, and the sound of the guns as well. Like yeah, like you were saying the the audio. So oh my god, sounds so nice. My whole thing is I was, I think I was thinking about it. I was like, it's like, it's like I felt like that that was missing something that play like the the gameplay. What was it missing? Like I would have loved if they just headbutted a grunt. You heard that? Like that would have been awesome. <laughs> that would have made me. So I was like, yeah, I would have forgiven everything if I'd heard that for sure. <laughs> Yeah, For sure. I, I, a couple of things I've confirmed during the week. Like, you know the part in the gameplay where the grunt comes flying at you with the two stickies? Yeah. Yeah, that was a brute throwing the grunt. <laughs> I love that. That's awesome. Yeah, so that, that's cool. That's really good. That's story building. That's character right there. Come Absolutely. on, people. What do you want? Like, Jesus Christ. They confirmed yeah, a few... Yeah, that's awesome. I think it's just a couple of uh, things we should confirm detail-wise, which is just little things I think are important. So, uh, yeah. two-player split-screen is a thing. Um, and, and how fucking awesome is that to hear? Two-player split-screen, four-player co-op? Holy fuck. That is awesome. And to That's be honest, awesome. it's probably for the best they didn't do four-player split-screen because the quality of the game oh, would definitely. just be tanking well, I mean, even more. Like, I can see, like, setting up two monitors in a room, going split-screen, four-player yeah. online. Like, that's 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 some classic fucking... Yeah, that's where lag, it's at. Like, LAN party Halo sort of shit. Well, like, that's what my, you want. On to my next point, LAN, LAN is supported. Local area networks. So, you see, don't have to it, be on Xbox Live. Why aren't these things... Here's what I'm saying. Why aren't things like this what they talk about? In, like, if they'd come... If they'd ended that gameplay and said... Split screen, four player co op, land integration. No microtransactions with real money. Yeah, like, like right there. It's like, that's the sort of stuff that's like bang, 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 bang. And you forget about the graphics. Like, that's the thing. You forget about that stuff. And you're like, wow, Halo really fucking knocked it out of the park. Oh, what was your favorite bit? Oh, split screen. Oh, co op. Oh, no microtransactions. Here's here's another one for you. Um, player customization. If you like the level of armor customization oh, options in yes. Halo Reach, you will be pleased. My favorite quote <laughs> right there. If you liked it in Reach, it's like, I did like it in Reach. Thank you very much. May I have another? I will be <laughs> <It's> pleased. Like- <laughs> um, and one more for the forges out there. Our famous editing tool will be in Halo Infinite and we'll have undo and redo buttons for the first time in Forge. Yep, an, un- an undo and redo button. That holy shit! Why has that not been there before? Because <laughs> they were waiting. They were they waiting. Were waiting. Like, Next they generation were waiting feature. In- it's like they were waiting until they pissed everybody off so they could add <laughs> that in there to get some ground back with people. Oh, man, the fuck are they doing over there? The fuck are they doing? Oh uh, no! Now I got a- I got a question for you. Lay it on me. Right, so we're coming to the end of the we're coming like, like we're coming up to the start of the next generation, right? Yeah. And Xbox have some Xbox and PlayStation have some rumored events in August, right? Yes. What do you think they have left to show? Because I think we're going to see some Halo multiplayer, and we're going to see yeah for sure. Yeah. I feel like yeah, we're definitely going to see the hardware. That's for sure. And I was watching the um, kind of funny games cast, and Imran. Uh, was talking what a smart dude can we just fucking say that what a fucking smart dude he is awesome I love him so much he was such a 
like he's such a good get for kind of funny. Oh, absolutely. Like, His insight is invaluable, honestly. It's so oh, good. Exactly. He just brings like I'm not saying people are dumb. He just brings like another layer of intelligence to the to the crew. Like his inside knowledge, his just general knowledge about video games and how they're made and stuff is so helpful to uh broaden the conversation. Really, he's awesome. Yeah, and he's the person um, I disagree with most, and then suddenly I'll find myself like, oh yeah, now my bad, I see it now. Like I'm yeah, yeah. I was wrong. <laughs> I know exactly what you mean. He'll say something like, Oh, Imran, no. no and then no. ten minutes later I'll be like, you know, I've listened to what you've got to say, and I have to admit yeah, I don't want to say my part anymore. <laughs> you make some good points, sir. Um, yeah, from what he's been saying, there are some big games like holy shit, I can't believe they haven't told us about this yet moments from both companies. Interesting. Both companies. See, I can see PlayStation just dropping like a big fucking, yeah, because I can see them dropping something big. Well, Because their August, uh, their June event was good, but like... Would you like to hear the rumours, my sir? Uh, Yes, I would. So it's, it's, it's rumoured, and Greg, I think, brings this up, that... They may start their next event with a God of War 2 teaser. Oh, fuck. That'll do it. And then end the event talking about the price and all of that sort of stuff. And then give us a one more thing. And it is a teaser for a new Uncharted game. Oh, fuck. That'd, uh, that'd get the community going. That would that, that would that would be memorable. <laughs> that would make me shit my pants. I would lose myself. Oh, my God. Like, that would be... Mm. Incredible, incredible, and Xbox. So like, are they what are for they launch? Hiding? Those games? Yeah, for Sony. Are they no, be for launch. No, no, See, no. they're they're really they good be... at teasing three year out games, and everyone being like, yes. "Oh, that's awesome." <laughs> that's what I'm saying. Th- those would be at least like 2022, 2020, like, yeah. like early 2023. But teasing them before least... the console launch, like that's one way to crush. <laughs> yeah, yeah, de- like I can see people going, "Oh, I bought a PlayStation. Why?" Because there's a new Uncharted coming. I don't yeah. know when it's coming, but they told me about it. So I think I it's a smart player by Sony. Very smart player. It's play. like, oh, yeah. And, mm. like, I think Xbox would definitely benefit from something like that. And I'm trying to think of what massive things they could do. And I don't I was know, thinking, man. Would you... Hang on. Hang on a second. Hang on a minute. Okay, hang on a second. Do you think that it's outside the realm of possibility? <laughs> I'm excited. <laughs> that they go through it all announce the price announce all their extra stuff they announce the connect tell everybody it was a joke there's not really a connect and they just say that'd be a pair wouldn't it imagine if it's like oh just one more thing um like a camera lens comes out of nowhere yeah it's like people have been asking for this for quite some time um people were really upset when we couldn't deliver it yeah, so we've compatibility gone back. didn't work. <laughs> it's like, we've gone back and we're bringing it. So here's the trailer. And they just turn around and they announce like, they're like, scale bound is back. Oh. Oh. I, I, I could just see Phil you with reckon? the mic just fucking dropping it and walking out of his home office. Like, yeah. <laughs> if I, they did that, holy shit. I feel like that would be such a... Yeah, bitches, we got games. Oh, you remember that awesome dragon game you wanted with the Dante-looking motherfucker? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. We decided to make that game. You wanted it that badly, we made it. Because I think the biggest sin of that game was announcing it too early. And I feel like if they were like, we've cancelled the game, public outrage, all right, let's do this. Work on the game, but we're not going to show it until it's ready. 
Would it be by Platinum still? Yep. What have they released lately? Like, have they been have they been busy releasing games? Not much. I, I do believe Platinum's the only thing Platinum's working on at the moment is Bayonetta three. Okay, so they've probably got the room for Scalebound. And they were really upset when they had to stop making it. Um, Why did they have to stop making it? Because Xbox cancelled it because they weren't hitting deadlines. So they didn't stop it because the game was not fun. They stopped it because the game was late. They stopped it because Platinum was taking too long to come forward with demos and all this other stuff. They were always coming up with excuses and like, we'll have it. And Platinum makes some amazing games. So like... Because they cancelled that, that, what, in 2015, 2016? That was a while ago Yeah, now. something like that. And it, yeah, and it feels like if Platinum are taking that long to make a game... I mean, just for an example, like... Uh, oh, interesting. That's not there. Where the fuck did that go? I don't know. Uh, at the moment, they're working on... It was cancelled in 2017. Scalebound was and it's their only cancelled game ever every other game they've worked on has come out and the last game that they dropped was the wonderful 101 remaster which was done by their small team and they're working on Bayonetta 3 they're working on a game called Babylon's Fall and they're working oh oh and they were working on Grand Blue Fantasy Relink but a new studio is now working on that it moved to a new studio in 2019 so the only thing we really know they're actively developing right now is Bayonetta 3. So, so w- was Scalebound owned by Microsoft or Platinum? Microsoft. Okay. Okay, so Platinum won't be working on it without Microsoft. Because yeah. if they weren't happy about it being cancelled, I could see them continuing it to some capacity with yeah. a different publisher. But if Microsoft owns it, then probably not. Yeah, Microsoft owned it. And I think when... When Phil started doing his trips to Japan and stuff, he was like, do you want to make a game for Xbox? They're like, fuck yeah, we want to make a game for Xbox. And they started working on Scalebound and then it just got too far out to the point where I feel like... it. I think what they were trying to avoid was another crisis... Uh, not crisis, a crackdown issue. Yeah. See, I guess that and comes back to down not and then- revealing the game too early, which is exactly. why I think Microsoft... See, see, Sony, Sony's proved that they can announce a game early and not disappoint. So I guess yeah. them unveiling an Uncharted and God of War 2 seems plausible, whereas for Xbox, like, I mean, they did announce Halo Infinite fail way out, don't get me wrong, but yeah. yeah. I, they need I to start announcing thing, games six months before they come out. Yeah, I think another thing that, that, like, PlayStation's also done really well is if we look at the games that have been announced, right? Like, God of War was announced with a gameplay trailer. And Spider-Man was announced... Yeah. Spider-Man was announced with an in-game... Like, in-game... in Like, in like in-game cutscenes was the so trailer. none of this, like, together. Fable reveal type stuff. No. Nothing like Scalebound where it was a CG trailer. You know what I mean? It was mm. in-game in stuff. Like, if you, watch, if you watch the very first Spider-Man PS4 trailer and then you look at the game, it's the same thing. Yeah. It's exactly the same. Except They've the just puddles. taken cut... Yeah, yeah, well. Uh, yeah, like that, that gameplay demo is in the game. Like that, that that's another thing. It's yeah, like, you're right. You it's a construction it. thing, isn't it? That construction yeah, or something? Yeah. Yeah. All the games are done. Crash Bandicoot. They announced that with like fucking in-game fucking footage. Yeah. 
And it's coming out in like fucking three months time. Yeah. It's like they haven't come and been like, oh, this is what it's going to be. Even the Insane Trilogy, they announced really well with like a with like a That's trailer right. of in-game footage. Yeah. And Spyro, they did the same thing. They've never just done like a big fancy trailer. Ghost of Tsushima. Like that first trailer was like awesome it was short it was 30 it was like 30 seconds it was really cool and i was like oh i don't know we haven't really seen the game like that was the only game i can think of that wasn't in-game sort of footage but then you look at what they did with ghosts next e3 they had like a 30 minute demo of the game yeah they went through they shot the stuff then you've got the state of play which was like a 40 minute demo showing you how the games played the mechanics of the game how the world works how big the world is it's like bang 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 which makes me sad because all we've seen of Halo is a CG trailer, then another CG trailer, then we got the like cutscene with the pilot and chief, which really only showed them talking, and then mm. we finally get to see gameplay, and people are pissy about it. Yeah. It's so just- before the pilot CG trailer, it was only an engine demonstration. It wasn't actually yeah, exactly. like it wasn't actually even a CG trailer. It and then you're helmet. right. If they had have gone for early development alpha gameplay, maybe they would have been a bit more like they wouldn't have yeah. For a company that's all about flighting tests and shit, they mm. they haven't done this the right way, I don't think. Um and, and I think that's what disappoints me about the Forza reveal. That reveal was amazing, don't get me wrong. But it's the longest development cycle I've ever had on a Forza. And they didn't have much to show. And look, I'm not I'm disappointed in the sense of like, I trust Turn 10 to get to make an amazing game. I, I, I don't distrust that at all. I fucking can't wait. But I also can't believe that there wasn't like, I don't know, just like another minute even. <laughs> like, it was so yeah. quick. Like, but gee, it looked beautiful. Do you think we'll see, like, at these rumored events, do you think we'll see more gameplay from games? Halo, yes, because it's coming out soon. But I don't think we will from these titles that are not got release years on them. Yeah, like, yeah, 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 definitely. I, yeah. Although I wouldn't be surprised. Uh, I would have look. I would have said this before seeing that Forza reveal. But like, I wouldn't be surprised if they're like, "Oh, Forza's releasing in February." Like, it's not at launch, but it's really close around the corner. But I, I think in that July event, they should have they they would have said it's coming early next year if it was coming early next year. They wouldn't have not, not put a year on it. Yeah. Like, even if it's coming out in February and we're not sure with COVID if we'll be delayed a few months, you could still slap a 2021 on that. Yeah, definitely. Oh, definitely. So I, I am a little nervous that it's going to be a barren for another year. Um, but at the same time, hopefully they're taking their lesson from Scalebound and just not announcing things too early. But then to offset that, it looks like Fable's been announced really early. So I, I'm just, my head's exploding oh. and we need this August yeah. event just to clear a few things up. Yeah, we needed. I'll say it again. We need. I think we needed more. Yeah. Like, just, oh, just Actually, gameplay. Like announcing these things is cool, but like if we can't see it, how do we believe it's real? Yeah, That's and it's not issue. a case of like we have like we're not entitled to in a sense, but like look what happened yeah. with Halo. Like, we it didn't work out in their favor doing it that way, and it didn't work it out in our favor. No one won. <laughs> it wasn't like a case no of they won and I can go, oh, well, they did it that way so they could do it, like, and make it easier for them or whatever. No one won. <laughs> so no uh, one. I, I do agree with you. I I think I think we're still... I think what the problem still is, and it could just be because of COVID-19, and which, in my opinion, excuses it at all, but 
if it was a traditional year, everything would have been in June at E3. It would have been the June event, the one no one really liked. It would have been... No, sorry, the May event that no one really got into. It would have been the July event that everyone's sort of more into, but still questioning. And this August event, like, it seems like with all the good things from the July event can't be at the August event anymore. So, like, we're... like. That event's probably going to be no better unless we get a good nope. price or something. Yet, if this was all condensed yep. into one event, it, it would have been, been that thing where like everyone would have had a few things to take away from it and everyone yeah. would be And happy. people would have been like, oh, Halo looks dodgy. And it would have been like, oh, we've got, we've got a few months. Like, let's try and fix this before launch. Not, hey, this game's coming out in like a few months. It's like, oh, well, yeah. it doesn't look very good. A few good. extra months, yeah, oh, yeah. <laughs> okay, fuck me. Um, thanks, guys. <laughs> it's like, yeah, I mean, I, to be honest, I just feel like... I. <laughs> this is definitely a topic for the podcast in the future, but, like, do you think Microsoft or Xbox is going to go the way of Sega? Uh, the console, maybe. The brand, no. But I okay. think I think we need to unpack that maybe next week or the week after. What's your brief thoughts there? I I I don't want it to stop making consoles. I don't want them just to become a software company with like Xbox Studios and then become like a you guys really don't have to buy another console because we got Games Pass and then you can get on your PC. I don't want that. <sighs> I don't know. Something's got to be. Well, something's got to. I don't think change. anyone wants that. I don't think anyone wants Sony no. to be the only console. And even if you're a massive Sony fan, like you, you want Sony kept in check by someone. You want competition because yeah. it improves both companies. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. But I, I could see Xbox. This is what I could see: them releasing like an Xbox computer. So it's an Xbox, but it runs Windows 10. Comes with a keyboard and mouse. Sits at your desk. Has controller support. Like. I could see them going into this scene. Like, we're just a Windows company now for gaming. But we do sell a gaming computer. But it gets messy. Like, I think you just lose what your customer base is at that point. So, I don't know. I don't see the console going away anytime soon, though. Because as I I don't know if I said it on the podcast, but but Xbox is Microsoft's coolest brand. And I think they would lose money on it before they let it go. Yeah, definitely. Hmm. But I think exciting times. Definitely, I think we should we exciting should leave times. it there. I reckon. Definitely, we should definitely discuss uh, the future of Xbox and PlayStation more next week, Absolutely. which you guys can definitely do. Just come back next week to Spotify and uh, YouTube. Spotify Friday nights. This goes up as a audio form, and on Sunday it goes up as a video form. Uh, but thank you for joining me, Jack. It's been a very very good wholesome conversation. Definitely pleasure as always. Thank you for having me. Yes, it was lots of fun, and I. Can't wait to do it next week. So thanks very much for watching, guys. Don't forget to like, follow, subscribe, do all that fun stuff. The fun stuff YouTubers and podcasters podcasters tell you to do every single week. Go and do that now. And uh, we'll catch you guys next time. Until next time, guys, may all your games be good ones. Catch.